Hey there, lifestyle, clothing optional thrill seekers. Ed and Phoebe here, and we've got a spicy announcement. Brace yourselves for Libertine Events 2024, the ultimate takeover experience, and it's gonna be wild. Find your tribe with Libertine Events, where you have access to private group chats, host-run seminars, and event surprises around every corner. Dive into the sultry world of Miami Vices this May, but hurry quick. It's already 70% sold out. You don't want to miss this opportunity to hang out with hosts like We've Got a Thing, Casual Swingers, Hump Day Quickies, and Expansive Connection, along with the driving force behind the whole event, Wanderlust Swingers. Save the dates in October because Libertine Events is bringing the heat to San Antonio with Senses 2024. We'll be there, as well as Average Swingers, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Casual Swingers, Expansive Connection, DJ Life of Spice, and of course, Wanderlust Swingers. Be sure to use promo code SWINGERU, S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U, when you purchase your tickets to spice up your experience and support Swinger University. Once again, that's promo code SWINGERU. S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U at checkout. Get your tickets by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting swingeruniversity.com slash libertine. Welcome to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment program. Taking you back to those experimental years. Here are your hosts, Ed and Phoebe. Hi, this is Ed. And this is Phoebe. All right, today we're going to talk about feelings. All the feels. Rejection, jealousy, mind-fucking, zombie feelings. Zombie feelings. And, do zombies have feelings? And the hokey-pokey. We also get more personal and share some of our feelings and personal growth in our swinging journey. A little bit about us. And actually, I'm going to interrupt again. Whoa. This is our 69th episode. What? So we are recording 69 right now. Wow. I didn't know I was going to get up and personal on 69. Yep. We're going to get all up and personal. Oh. Which is exactly what 69 is all about. <laughs> very very in your face. Uh, yes. It's all about the face. Oh, it's all about the face. The question, why do it? Our biggest reason was to have more sexual experiences. To watch others having sex. Me in particular. To get to watch Phoebe having sex. I mean, I enjoy watching her have sex, whether it's with me or with anybody. It's hot. I love it. Mm-hmm. And did you have any other reasons? Were those your main two reasons? Well, I think some of the other reasons, I didn't have a lot of sexual experience going into our relationship. Um, handful of experiences. Of partners, meaning meaning par- different partners. Yes, not, yeah. not times that I'd had sex, but <laughs> part, previous partners. So right. I had five partners. Which is not unusual because some people are together since high school and they only have one. I mean, we run into so many people where it's like, that's the only one. And 
And a lot of those people are now in the lifestyle because they're like, well, we've only had sex with one person. So we want to yeah. try some, try something different. Right. Yeah. So that was, that was so motivation cool. for me. And yeah. I'm, I'm a really horny guy. I really like sex. I enjoy sex. Um, <laughs> I think about it all the time. I enjoy it. Uh, I enjoy the experience. I enjoy the thoughts of the experiences. So for me, huh? I was sold at, wait, I get to have more sex. Cool. <laughs> yes. Typical, you know, for a nice, healthy young man. Yeah. <laughs> not sure that qualifies anymore, but I'll take it. For me, it was a question that went unanswered for a very long time. Yeah. Years, yeah. years, years, years. And here's a little window into my progression. You know, when I first met Ed, I, he, he, I remember him, him saying, let's watch porn together. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> Ed's like, what? What do you mean? Ew. I go, that's something you do in private. You do that by yourself. And he's like, uh, in a, in a dark closet. Why? Off. <laughs> so, so I didn't like watching porn with other people. So if you heard our, I know we talked about this in one of our episodes, the, the share your wife party. If you, if you can imagine, or if you go back to the, and find that episode where it was like a high school dance and there was porn, you know, people are lined up against the walls and there was porn playing on six TVs in the room. It was extremely uncomfortable because it was only like the first or second event we'd ever been to. Right. So here I am in public watching or porn is surrounding me on six televisions and I'm like, ah, you are definitely and the lights watching were on porn with other people, like a whole crowd. And it was like, people. like close up, like, the whole penis and vagina filled the entire screen kind of porn. Yeah, that kind of porn. Yeah. Live sex, I found very fascinating in the beginning, but it was uncomfortable to see. And I think that was mostly just because I, who's used to seeing live sex right. other than the, the partner that you're with. And even then, as a woman, you're not really seeing a whole lot because you're on your back. Yeah. Unless you're by and you get that experience of being able to... To see another woman's body. Right. Uh, or or you're on top of a man, but... And even then, you, you're... You, because the man's genitals are in front of them, uh, we got we get to see a lot of things. Yeah. Um, because women's genitals are underneath them. Yep. You, you, like, I can't. you can't even see your own vagina. Not without a mirror. Not without a mirror. <laughs> or a video camera. <laughs> yeah. So... Also, when I first met Ed, having sex with the lights on was really uncomfortable. It's so weird to think how far I've come in 10 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And and I was, you know, broad daylight, all the lights on. Uh, I don't want covers. I don't have <laughs> clothes in the way. I want to see everything. And I was like, oh. Uh. And then oral sex for me was still uncomfortable. It was very hard to relax. I was not a fan. To this day, I, I will, I will still take a dick over oral any day. I'm, 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 how do you say? I like it more, but it's not something that's like my go-to. 
I won't say, I'm dying for oral. Come give me oral. You know, let's do 69. I'm like, nah, just give me dick. How ironic. I know. Like I this don't... episode. I'm just saying. <laughs> what else was... Oh, watching Ed kiss and have sex with someone else was really uncomfortable. Unless I was literally, like, right there next to him. Or if he was having sex, I was, like, down underneath, like... Right. Right under his ass, watching the full penetration. Once again, another irony: getting the full-on penis <laughs> penetrating vagina close-up shot. <laughs> you just don't like it on TV. I just don't like it on TV. You in much public. prefer it in your face. Yes. Yeah. I don't. Something about because it's you, and you know, and I could imagine that's what it looks like inside of me, and so I was having oh, kind yeah. of this out of body oh, experience yeah. right so i was imagining you were inside of me but i could actually see it that that's kind of cool yeah that's why i liked it i actually i like i actually enjoy watching uh porn that we've made or oh. porn that i'm in mm -hmm. um there's something kind of cool about watching yourself fuck uh-huh. And going, I was there. I remember that. That that I there's got to be some kind of a chemical memory connection to that experience and the pleasure that you felt and then watching it again kind of triggering those the same memories. Mhm. Mm yeah. Yeah, and recently for the first time we filmed a lot and took a lot of photos of oh, yeah. sex acts with some very good friends of ours who we were very, very comfortable with. And we, because we've just made that a rule to not take photos or videos right. because, uh, you know, friends come and go. People are in and out of the lifestyle. You never know how long they're going to be there. Yeah, the witness protection program thing. And right. Out so and I us. just never fully trusted that, you know, that type of friendship it had to be a pretty long standing friendship yeah. before i went there because you never know where it's going to end up right ask paris hilton or right. pamela anderson then. yeah kim kardashian they've all got them anyway so i agree watching the photos and videos after yeah it was really fucking hot yeah yeah what else what else what else uh Talking about sex was uncomfortable and awkward. I do remember that was difficult for me. Now, look at me. I'm talking about sex on a podcast. How crazy is that? Right. I, I remember some of those those early awkward conversations, and it was like, why do I have to talk about it? Because it'll be better if we talk about it. That's why. Like, if we don't talk about it. Can't you just don't just read my mind? Just like look in my eyes and just know what I need. I, I I am very talented in many ways, but that is not one of my uh, my skills reading minds. And reliving the moment out loud with Ed was uncomfortable. Right, talking about it afterwards. Talking about it afterwards, and I think that was in the beginning when we were playing, and we in the moment it was great, but then afterwards it was not great. Want an adventure that will give you memories for a lifetime? We've been on three bliss cruises and they were filled with daily sexy activities, great conversations, 
evening theme parties and exciting memories. There's something for everyone, no matter where you are in your lifestyle journey. All are welcome. Book your cruise through our link and create your unforgettable experience, moments, and smiles. Visit swingeruniversity.com forward slash vacations and book your trip today. Yeah, and I think, I think some of that was then it was real and you had to process through the feelings yes. and any of the feelings that you had started to come back. Yes. And, and yes. And because buffer. when you're in the moment, all the endorphins and yes. mind you, we, we've, t- we've mentioned this, we didn't drink alcohol, do drugs, anything for like the first three years we were swinging and we were swinging about every month. And so, I mean, just the endorphins and all the hormones that are racing through your body in the moment it feels fucking good. And then the next day you might have a little bit of fallout and you're like, that's when the judgments come in and the shoulds and the don'ts and the the programming that you had as a kid and society puts on you and you go, right. Wait a minute. You know, that was wrong. What do you mean? That felt great. No, but think about this. Oh no, it was so fun. And you you got the little devil and the angel talking to you and then you got to figure all that shit out. Yep. I'm envious of people that never had this struggle, but that was my struggle. So if you're there, it's real. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exhibitionism, though, I will say, was has always been fun for me. So as much as I didn't like um, sex and seeing sex in public, I liked the excitement of doing something that was breaking a rule. Right. And was erotic. That got me really turned on. So I discovered that in college, which was awesome. <laughs> later, later in college, because I went back to college. And what was the last thing? Let's see. The closer we are during play, the more fun I think we have. Yeah. There's more, there's more cross touching. Mm-hmm. There's more interaction between everybody um more people can kiss there's you know the there's just more contact. yeah there and i don't know if i would classify it as fun i guess maybe i should just say it's different it it lends a different experience it's a different flavor because there's more recently we were on two yeah. separate beds and while i was fully in the zone and enjoying my experience on a separate bed you were in the, in the same spot on the other bed yeah but I will say that was a different experience, which was great and fine and fabulous. But I didn't see anything that was going on, very little, because I right. wasn't over there. I was in five feet away on the other bed. Yeah. And I think you miss out on some of the other sensory experiences that are going on. You don't get the the rocking of the bed and you're like, I'm oh, yeah, doing that. <laughs> you're right. Right? Like, right, right. Like there's something fun, especially when the pace changes. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like, wham, 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 wham. And you're like, oh, oh. she's really getting it now. Or <laughs> she's giving it to him. Right. So, you know, there, there's a lot to that. And the noises are much closer. Yeah. You can, you can hear things and you can hear what people are saying. Yep. You know, if they're whispering things. Someone squirts and you get sprayed. That's oh, always that's fun. A little splash zone going. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The other 
thing I want to talk about is comfort-based limits in, in these feelings that we're having. So I'm kind of moving off. Well, no, I'm still staying in our kind of progression. Right. And comfort, comfort-based limits is a term that I'm stealing from Sex on the Fringe. They have a blog and you should check them out, sexonthefringe.com. I really liked how they define this. And the comfort-based limits for me would, would, would change based on the, the, the party, the dynamics, the people who were there, how I was feeling. Yeah, and what you were comfortable with. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it became challenging because those limits would change and be confusing for you because what worked at one party didn't work at the next party. Yeah. So it was it was it was a bit challenging to navigate that in the beginning when you're testing your legs and trying to figure out how everything works. And and I guess the one while it was sometimes challenging to know what was on the table at that particular moment, at the the opposite end of that, it also opened possibilities up for play because it wasn't part of the limits last time. So we had some really amazing experiences where it was like, well, that happened, that happened fast. Like we weren't going into it for that, but we were both comfortable doing it. And so we would just, you know, nod in agreement. Nobody felt pressured. It just felt right. And so we Mm -hmm. would try new things and experiment and got some really fun knowledge out of it, if you will. Right. Right. And watching Ed kiss someone passionately was more uncomfortable in the beginning than actually watching him have sex with somebody, which was weird to me because I can completely understand now the no kissing rule. We never had that rule going in, but I almost made it a rule because kissing does seem very intimate. It can, it's such a passionate and expressive Somehow, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it, but it it was a trigger. And when Ed was like full on just make out session, eating the woman's face and she was eating his face, I was like, okay. You know, part of it too, I think, is because that type of connection wasn't happening with the other guy. And so I'm basically just standing there going, like, hello over here yeah <laughs> so i yeah. think just that feeling of being left out was yeah. probably more um you know what was really going on and i think in general that's m- most of where the discomfort has been in some of the experiences that we've had and those those feelings of being at least feeling like you were being left out like yeah somebody's at a party i don't feel like i'm in the party or it looks like everyone's having a great time. I'm not. What am I doing wrong? What are they doing right? Is right. Do they all have this secret? How long have they known each other? Like, what is, are they all high? Like, you, a myriad of things are going through my head trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> the oral thing, I talked a little bit about that earlier. Um, I will say, in my experience, that I don't, I have not had a lot of good oral 
in my life. It's it's tricky. It is tricky because each woman is very different. Oh yeah. And but I will say I have a bigger success rate with women <laughs> giving me oral. And I think it's because they're very sensual. Yeah. And they take their time and they kind of dance around the entire vulva. They don't just go and attack the clit right away. Right. They don't just stick a finger. The the um the fingerprint on fingers is actually that's how sensitive I am. It can be very rough and abrasive to right. my clit if it's touched too soon and too early. It feels like sandpaper. Yeah. That's how sensitive and, and, it is. And we're not talking like Mason's hands that are no. rough. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not No, just an average rough. hand. Right. So So yeah, so that's me. Uh, same room sex is more comfortable for us and for me versus separate room. I just like it. It's more intimate. Um, I can see everything. Don't feel like you're missing out once again. Right. You know, you're, you're more in the experience and you're more involved with what's going on. And, right. you know, you don't go, Hey, I hear something that sounds fun in the other room, but I can't see what it is. Yeah. But I will say in the beginning, 10 years ago, remember I did not want to have same room sex because I couldn't, I didn't think I could watch you having sex. Right. And I didn't want to know about it. I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to hear about it. It was too much for me to think about. I was like, all I can focus on is me having sex with somebody else. That's not you. I can't even focus on you having sex with somebody. Like that was just too overwhelming. Right. And we had to really talk through that because you're like, that doesn't work for me. And so, and, and we realized we're, we are not good with the storytelling later. And I thought, well, I, I don't want you to come back and recount, recount all this stuff. That's just going to be way worse. Right. That's, that's 10 times worse. So we might as well just be in the same room and we'll figure it out. And, and you leave details out because it's hard to remember the whole thing. Oh, yeah. So you always feel like, eh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's just better to observe it for yourself exactly um missionary sex i thought was more intimate and i don't i wrote this down a long time ago and i can hardly even remember that feeling but apparently that was more intimate i could care less now i know that doesn't even register that's crazy and then of course watching ed flirt was also weird Right. And uncomfortable. It's like that. It, it's exactly like kissing, right? It's very intimate and it's, you know. Yeah. You're trying to get in someone else's pants. Verbally, right? <laughs> right. Like it's... Right. I was like, wait, what? And I, I, I will say I've, I did not do a lot of flirting in my life. You said you didn't do a lot of flirting in your life, but I don't believe that. I may and have I've, done more flirting than I realized. I I think you have, but I have not. Maybe I just thought I wasn't very good at it because I didn't get laid. <laughs> Maybe you just weren't a closer, which I don't know how you weren't. Uh, With all that charm. I'm much better now than I was. <laughs> That's all I can say. I have, I have gained knowledge and power. Yes. Ugh. So that's some of what 
is about us and where we've been, but we will continue to talk a little bit more about that as we go into jealousy, all the feels, the zombie feelings, mind fucking, rejection, and the hokey pokey. Hey there, podcast listeners. You've been tuning into our episodes, but have you ever wondered about the steamy details of our adventures or maybe hungry for some sultry, erotic stories? Well, guess what? We've got something special just for you. Our exclusive Patreon page. It's like a VIP pass to the saucier side of our world. So if you're ready for an exclusive behind-the-mic experience, head over to our Patreon page now. Trust us, this is where the magic happens. See you there, patrons. Jealousy is a really interesting one. You and I haven't, I don't think we've ever really felt tr- like true jealousy. Mm-mm. It. I mean, the things that you've mentioned about watching me have sex or or engage with another woman felt uncomfortable but it it wasn't jealousy it was missing out like mm-hmm. i want a piece of cake too mm-hmm. um why so am i not getting what you're getting yeah yeah or or even just you know how come everybody in the room is having an orgasm and i'm not like right what's going what, yeah what were they passing out yeah yeah the interesting thing though is you know Jealousy has a, a, a rational feeling behind it. You, you, the emotion's hard to describe, but it's based on that fear of losing your partner. Like mm. That's what it all kind of boils down to. Mm. Um, it, it's not a negative emotion, but it's an insecurity. And so that feeling comes out of that that feeling of insecurity that, you know, you're... You're I'm not enough. A, I'm not getting something. Right. Something's missing. Right? Yeah. 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 That reactive jealousy will typically occur during swinging and, and can be tied to low self-esteem or just, you know, like we said, feeling left out. Right. Um. So these, this is obviously is where you're talking to your partner, expressing your feelings Um, your fears, expectations of the night or, you know, moving forward. Um, And as always, you know, of course, we hope you're being mindful of your partner's emotions. Yeah. Yeah. You've you've always got to, to think about your partner and how they're feeling and be empathetic to those feelings. I, I didn't have the same feelings uh, watching you engage with other play partners, not the same feelings that you had when you watched me. Right. So it, it wasn't balanced in that way. Right. But I empathize with you and I, you know, toned it down or, mm-hmm. or changed my behavior to kind of accommodate that. Right. Right. I remember that, which was really nice. That was, yeah. See, that's what makes you a great partner. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, your partner can support you while you get through that, you know, transition of feeling, wow, that's really triggering me. That's that's a really sensitive thing for me to see or hear. Can we just maybe not 
or you can tone this down or do this or not or not touch somebody this way or that way just so i can you know and you warm up to it yeah and and things do change so don't think of this as like a permanent state no 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 Um, yeah as phoebe was saying now she really enjoys me giving it (laughs) yes from across the room or even just sitting there and i room full of people even shout across the room fucker fucker hard and (laughs) one of the things that helped us with kind of that fear of missing out or that disconnection that you know not feeling part of what was going on was same bed play and yep. frequent you know touch between the two of us and kissing reassurance yeah and it's comforting to know that you're not disconnected from each other you're still involved you still are part of that whole experience exactly so if you're feeling that way just just get closer to your partner like be more involved. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's got plenty of benefits too, because you've got four bodies all touching or six or eight, however many you can get on the bed. And it can be a lot of fun and yes. you don't feel left out. Yes. All the feels, all the feels are going to be a bunch of stuff feeling incompetent not getting it or understanding this how swinging works the reasons behind it and how others do it so seemingly effortlessly right the confusion of dealing with the uncertainty of people and the lack of commitment flaky people right yeah people are in it for different reasons don't know how to communicate they're they're on a wing and a prayer, they just jump in, they jump back out, like all the reasons. Right. So Everybody many reasons. was in it for completely different reasons, and none of them seemed to match up with why we were doing it, at yeah. least at the time. I, I just assumed everyone was all on the same page, and that is completely not the case. It's right. all over the board for yeah. everything. Think of a reason people are doing it for that reason. Exactly. Some people are only in it because of a specific kink, so or a specific checklist. So, you've got everything. You got to just figure that out. Yeah. Uh, you might feel undesirable because of your body issue. There might be body issue. Um everybody's got body image issues. Is, yes. Men and women, and it doesn't matter what you look like. I mean, you could see the hottest couple in that party, mm-hmm. and they both probably have some body issue. Right. And as we've said before, um, it's that inner sexiness that really is the most sexy that just shines through right. any body image that just makes people so hot and desirable. Yeah. So the people who are getting out of their heads and just having a good time. Yep. They're the ones that are winning. Yeah. 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 But, you know, it takes you a little while to to get there, and that'll change over time. I dress more slutty now, and it took a little while to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, feeling left out, unbalanced in the playroom or in a, a hotel room. Right. You know? We have we've had experiences like that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, some really, a couple really weird ones, like lured into a room for one premise and oh. come to find out that 
that's not what was going to happen. And I ended up sitting on a bed watching. Yeah. And that was pretty shitty. Yeah. Didn't know that was going to happen. That was like not how it was going all night long. And then all of a sudden it was like a bait and switch. It was weird. Yeah. It was like, I think we just got taken advantage of. (laughs) (laughs) That was weird. And I, I was a little mad at the moment, but I, I, I handled it pretty well. I got, got out of my head about it and was like, well, you know, it happens. Yeah. Uh, disappointing others, like your partner or other couples. Right. You know, you don't want to play with another couple. You don't want them to feel bad. You don't want them to have a good night, but you want to be true to yourself. Right. How do you communicate that? Heck, even Ugh. reading through messages from people on, you know, a swing site, you're, yeah. you, know, you don't want to hurt people's feelings. You don't want to disappoint them. But right. at the same time, you have no interest in playing with them. Right. So what do you do? How, how do you, how do you deal with that? I know. And, you know, be nice, be gentle, let them down easy, but be true to yourself. You don't have to take one for the team. So, well, and disappointing you early on, that was a very, very big concern for me and a huge hurdle. I kept, that was a big, big topic yeah. that we talked about a lot. I kept saying, I don't want to disappoint you. I just didn't want to ever hold you back right. from being who you were. And I didn't want to be the cause for you not having a, a good time. But I also needed to be true to myself. And so we really had to talk through that. And you kept reassuring me and kept saying, well, you know, I'm still being me but you know you're not holding me back we're doing this journey together i'm having this experience with you together and so i will go at your pace pace. yeah i'll I'll jog a little bit and then we'll get into the full-on sprint (laughs) and you know what honestly you've always done that you've always walked at my pace and you always do jog at my pace even when we go jogging and i do appreciate that so i don't know why I was so worried that, you know, you wouldn't do that while you're swinging. Because it's scary. That's why. I know. There's so, so many things going on in your head. And, I know. And, you know, it's, it's that risk of disappointing your partner, but more specifically, doing something that might cause them to not be with you anymore because you're they not really... meeting their needs. Yeah. That's scary. That is scary. Yeah. And at some point you kind of just have to let that go because they're either with you or they're not. Right. And you, you just, you can't live every day, you know, trying to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. As long as you're communicating, then you should be on the same page. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. work it, work on work it. it. Appeasement, saving face or going along by doing things you don't really feel comfortable doing. Yeah. This is that, that converse of disappointing. So instead of disappointing, you appease. And in a sense, some people have the example of taking one for the team or, you know, getting into a situation that you're just not comfortable with. And, and I did that and it felt shitty in the beginning. And that was part of the, like, why am I doing this? Right. This doesn't really feel good. And you don't, really no i mean until kind of till you jump in like how is it supposed to feel i mean it's and you know you're gonna make these kinds of mistakes yeah you're you're gonna take one for the team and go you know that in hindsight that wasn't such a good idea Mm -hmm. um i 
I'm actually processing a lot of that recently in terms of, you know, finding that four-way match and, you know, maybe I do take one for the team. Maybe it's not that bad. Um, and I try and think, think of the silver lining in it. Maybe there's a, something I can get out of that experience. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Tell me more. <laughs> We've had conversations when, when we were at um, the, the nudist resort and that, that older gentleman oh, yeah. came up to you. Oh, yes. And uh, mm-hmm. with, his, with his neck brace, he just uh-huh. had oh, yes. car accident Oh, my God. He was very sexy. A very charming. Oh, yes. Elderly man. And, and I, mm-hmm. I say elderly, you know, we're not spring chickens either, but. But he was 20 years. Yeah, dead, at least 20 dead. years older than us. Um, and, and he his, looked good. He would, Yeah, he was in good shape. Um, and his wife was not in as good a shape. Right. You know, not too far out of the, the norm. She looked very earth mother, right? If you yeah. picture it like an older hippie. Yeah, lady, yeah. That, that's what she looked like. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. Let me think about that. Would that be bad? Right. Would that be, that could be fun. Right. <laughs> maybe in the right situation, in the right moment, maybe if she had something sexy on or we were dancing or something. I don't know. Right. You, you never you know. never know in the right situation. Um, yeah. So my personal journey with disappointing Ed was a, a definite limiting factor. I was the breaks and that's usually what happens. Yeah. In, um, you know, swinging, the woman is usually the brakes. Um, as women, we're conditioned to be pleasers, so uh, we're it's it's hard to say no. Uh, some women never had had that, never grew up that way. I've talked to a few women; they're like, "Fuck, I've said no my entire life." And I'm like, "Wow, more power to you. That's freaking yeah. awesome." I did not grow up like that, so you know, there's this this learning growth personal growth thing that's going on while we're swinging, which is part of also why I love it so much because constantly learning and growing and expanding. Yeah. And you even had some resentment about having to be the brakes, right? It's like, yeah, why, why do am I... I always driving the bus? Why do I have to be the brakes? Why can't it just be easy? Why can't I just jump in like everybody else, which seemed so easy for them? Why, like, why am I having such a hard, right. yeah. Then I got mad and I was like, why is it so fucking hard for me? And I got mad and the and, process. And... and the assumption that you went through too was it's so easy for everybody else, but we've had conversations yes. with people where it looked easy it wasn't easy. They were going through the exact no, same yeah. things. It's yes. just you you didn't see behind the yes, you yes. didn't see what was going on. Those late night conversations yep. that they had. Yep. After the kids go to sleep kind of thing. Yes. And now I know. And now you know ten years later that I know they were not <laughs> on the on the same page or as as with it as I thought they were. And you may want to ask how, you know, how do you deal with an emotion when your partner says they want to swing? You know, this is like another feeling, you know, oh my God, what the heck is that? Um, you, you might feel like you're not good enough. Right. Why, I mean, why does he want to have sex with someone else? Yeah. Uh, that came up, I think for us. For um, it, yeah. This is it not good? Uh, it's a blow to your self-esteem and your ego. You it, know? it can be depending on how it's presented. Yeah. And how the individual that you're talking to is processing that. Mm-hmm. It, it, everybody's going to react differently. Mm-hmm. Your reaction was, 
I thought about it when I was in my, my 20s and didn't have the opportunity to, to, to do it. Right. And, of course, there were a bunch of other feelings that went along with it. So right. you kind of gave an in. Right. But there was more to it. And obviously, yeah, it took but a while. But still, you're like, well, why now? And why, you know, there's always that why now, you know? So, yeah. These are all the feels, all the different feels of things that are going to come up. Yeah. Zombie feelings. I like this one. The zombie feeling. Oh, my God. So the zombie feeling is a is a resurface of emotions, right? You had a great night. You're feeling good. You're high. 24 hours later. Yep. Michael Jackson and thriller happens and you're like, what the fuck? Where'd that emotion come from? I was just having a good time. Now, why do I feel like, where's the jealousy? Why is that anger? Why am I feeling like needy or why this or why that? Right. Cause your body's come down off of all the hormones and alcohol and drugs or whatever you did. And now you're really processing like, what the fuck? Yeah. You, yeah. you, you let it, it sinks in. Yeah. And it's real. And, and comes, now you have to deal with bubbling up what that was. Exactly. And the things that you saw that you didn't remember seeing or they mention that happened and you're like, oh, yeah, that did happen. Oh, I didn't right? think about that. Yes. Yes. Because you don't remember everything that happened that night until the next day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or two or three days. In fact, just today we were having a conversation about an interaction that we had and I said I'm feeling this way I don't completely have it figured out yet it's probably going to take me another day right for th for my brain to kind of work through it and in the background because I'm not just thinking about I'm working I'm not like you know belaboring I'm not all stressed out about it but I know things are going on in the background but I do know that this and that and I need this, right? right? Like I said, I need more hugs and snuggles today. And so, you know, there was a, a thing that happened and I thought, well, okay, it'll get worked out. I know, I know, I know I'm being a little vague, but it was difficult for me to communicate to Ed, but I needed to communicate some of it. Right. Because I didn't have it all figured out. I just said, it kind of seems like this and it kind of seems like that. But on another day, I'll be a little more specific. Yeah. But in the meantime, could you give me more hugs? And yeah. he's like, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, that's how we we'll put a pin in it and we'll come back to it. Later. Put a pin in it, come back. Um, yeah. You, you just and then you process that stuff at night and then the next day you wake up and ding. Yeah. At least that's how it works for me. I don't know if it works like that for everybody else. But yeah, because you'll have an epiphany. Something will finally click. Yeah. And it will all line up and then it'll make sense. Mm -hmm. You go, oh, now I remember it was what so-and-so said, or it was the way that that happened or right, right. something. Yes. Yes. I, I still ask you this question time to time. Was she good? Was she better? What'd she feel like? What did her pussy feel like? Right. This is the, that age-old concern. Was is her pussy ti tighter? <laughs> is her yeah. yeah. Like all women ask this. It's, yes. it's, a, it's, an, a, it's a hilarious <laughs> question. I don't know that I've ever had a really tight pussy. Like I, that 
you know, you read about it. They yeah. talk about it in porn. The mythical it's thing. Like, I couldn't even get in there. It's like, yeah, I, I haven't experienced that. If you have one of those magic pussies that, that is so tight, we would, I'd love to experiment for scientific purposes <laughs> to see what that was really like. But um, for, for me, though, there are subtle differences right. between different women and like their People have organs. stronger Kegels sure. than others. But um, it's still, okay, so this is the best way to, to think about it. Okay. Go into your kitchen mm-hmm. and lube your hands up with olive oil. Mm-hmm. And grab a, a cucumber or a banana. Okay. What happens? It goes shooting out of your hands. Right. Okay. That slippery feeling, uh-huh. that's what it feels like. Oh. So you can squeeze as much as you want. All it's going to do is push it out. Oh. So yeah. you never really get... It's not like a hand, oh. right, where you can grip. Right. It's, it's a much softer grip. Oh, so it's not, have you ever milked a cow or a goat? Yes. It's been a long time. Do you know how you squeeze at the top of the four, uh-huh. the index? Yeah. You squeeze at the top of the nipple and, and then you roll your hand roll down. Your down. Mm-hmm. It does not. So it sounds like it does not feel like that. No, with because, like a hand. because the vagina isn't a sphincter muscle like, wow. like an anus. Right. Right. It, it doesn't close off. Right. It's, it's more of a, a tunnel, a canal. Right. And so all of that squeezing is, it's... Because all those muscles, the Kegel muscles, I just saw the diagram Uh again the other day. They're down along the bottom. Some of them run up a little bit. Right. uh, Into the body, but not, they're not around inside the vagina. But it's a very smooth, textured, non-textured, slippery surface. Mm-hmm. So for for me, the feeling is just warm and slippery, mm-hmm. and it you know, and it's it's like a very gentle hug, just just kind of caresses. Okay, I'm feeling much better about this now. <laughs> yeah. Now that I've got this visual, I'm gonna get to go look at those Kegel muscles again because this makes a lot of sense now. That it's not, you know, it's not going to squeeze like a hand. It's not going to squeeze like a sphincter. And, and and if it's different for somebody, please write us in and tell us <laughs> how it's different. Tell me how it's different. Um, but in general, that's been my experience. Um, hmm. Okay, good. I may not have to ever ask that question again then. Yeah, it's, it's there you go. really not like sticking your dick in a vice. It's, I just haven't <laughs> had that God. experience. <laughs> Okay, so you uh, mind fucking. You were on to mind fucking. Yeah, and and so this is this is the whole concept, the that f- feeling of wrapping yourself up, twisting yourself up in your own mind, and you you think yourself out of something by processing it over and over and over again. In other words, it's like analysis paralysis. Yeah. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if this other thing happens? And you, you'll. You won't even get out of the starting gate if you don't just stop thinking about it so much. Yes. Yes. And you can cause yourself a lot of mental stress if you're constantly just trying to figure it out. I will admit that I like to move through things very, very quickly. I don't like to sit on them. And so, but I've learned over the years that 
sometimes my emotional body needs to catch up to my intellectual right body my mind um there are some things i i can't think myself i just have to kind of wait for my mind to process them or my emotional body to process them it's it just takes time i i I try to force it right and move it along quickly but sometimes i can't yeah and so the trick is just don't don't dwell too long on the thoughts um we never even would have gotten into swinging that first event if we hadn't finally just said we don't know what's going to happen we can't predict what's going to happen we've never done it before so there's no possible way we would could predict everything that's going to happen we just have to go exactly and just just like you know when you're out backpacking out in the mountains what do you do well you you bring enough gear with you to survive in case something bad happens mm-hmm. so you go into your swinging situation the first time have an exit strategy yep you know you have a yep. a signal a safe word with your partner and it's like you know any one of us can pull the ripcord and we bail mm-hmm. and if you've got that then anything could happen at the party and you've got each other's backs and you can get out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm making this sound like a hostage situation. I know. Get out. Run. <laughs> run for it. Don't be confused run. with the zombie reference earlier. This is, <laughs> it, it's not all that bad. And, and I think, I think I'm saying this because you, when we first got into it and we've heard from a number of people, it's so overwhelming because so many bad things could happen. And it's like, yeah. But they don't. Uh, yeah, no. It doesn't work like that. Mm-mm. And if you, if you'll stop yourself from thinking that way, you might actually have a good time, and right. you'll enjoy the experience. And, and and this is why a lot of couples like never get out of soft swap. This is why a lot of couples, you know, have a no kissing rule, because w- what if it's better? What if it's you know, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. and you can, you can come up with all kinds of rational mm-hmm. reasons why it would be a bad thing. And the long and short of it is it's usually never as bad as what you've pictured. It just, right. it just doesn't work that way. And 90% of the reason why it works out because swingers are really nice people, mm-hmm. like genuinely nice, open, open-minded uh, mm-hmm. compassionate, empathetic, in touch with their sexuality people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're not going to pressure people to do stuff generally. These are all generalizations. And and, and you're going to have a good experience. Why? Because everybody's there to have a good time. Yeah. It's fun. Exactly. Everybody's supposed to have fun. Rejection is another one of those feelings that feels crappy. Oh, sex is not always going to happen. When you get together with someone, whether it's a a date at someone's house with another couple, it may not happen. It You may go into an orgy room. It may not happen. Right. Or you have sex and it sucks. That has happened. Yes. That happened a lot. <laughs> and which again came up. I was like, well, then why am I doing it? Well, you know, I discovered later. Years later, the answer to that question was, it was, I enjoyed, I enjoyed all the other things about it. Sex for me wasn't the the goal because that was too much pressure on one person 
that I'd met on the dance floor that night. That we we, we went to an before. orgy room right. and had said, how the hell is he supposed to know what my buttons are? I mean, I've learned to communicate things, which helps enhance that experience. I say, I really like this, this, and then this doesn't work. And then this is a no-go zone, you know, and I give the like three to five instructions and that's it. Right. And then, you know, usually have a great time. But, um, you know, not every interaction will be great, but generally... You know, you do have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're new, you, you tend to get passed over. Why? Because you're soft swap and everybody's looking for a full swap. And this is just an, an example. Um, but you also kind of lack that confidence. You're still that, you know, newly born deer kind of wobbling out into the, the world. You don't have it all figured out. You look nervous. You feel nervous and people can see that and they don't know if it's because you're not into it or you're just new nervous. Like, oh my, I've never done this before. I've never touched another man's penis. (laughs) You know, that kind of nervous. Right. The great thing about being new is it's a moment of connection with other swingers. So everybody's had the first time, Mm -hmm. you know, we all went through it. And if you open with that, oh, this is our first event, or we're so new to this, we're really nervous. And then you have that conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Just put it out on the table. Own your feelings. Mm -hmm. And other people will go, oh, yeah, I remember when that happened to me, and this is what we did to get past it. You'll learn a trick. Mm -hmm. You'll, You'll learn how other people dealt with it. They may be able to get you over it like that. You'll make an instant connection with them, and now you're not new. Right. And you've just met a new potential play partner. Exactly. So it, exactly. it's great. Like being being new, don't worry about it too much. Right. Although we did run into a couple recently at a party that said they were really thankful that we had a conversation with them because I'll, they felt that when they disclosed that they were new and right. soft swap, that people wouldn't talk to them and give them the time of day because they didn't want to play with soft right. swap people, which I, I don't understand that that's not us. Um, but I, I will tell you that that's, that happens. A lot of people that go full don't want to do soft. And I, I don't, I, I understand that, that is out there, but I don't understand. That doesn't make sense for yeah, me. That yeah. doesn't make sense for us. I mean, I, I, makes no sense at all i i think it's all great right. I, I could have soft and not have penetration it's it's fabulous there's so many other things you can do it's so yeah there, there's, and, you there's know so many who's to say you know have you sex. have soft swap with the new couple great they have a great time you go home you make a good connection you see him at the next party maybe the second time they feel comfortable enough with you to go full i mean like why right why pass up a, a potential good thing? It makes no sense to me. Well, and, and I think some of it is they don't want to invest the time. I don't know. In trying to like cultivate or in the hopes that they'll eventually get to be full swap. But you, but know, you can't go into it that way. I wonder, though, if those people are just have different goals where oh, yeah. the goal is less intimate connections with people and it's more just fucking a hole. Right. The sport fuck. 
Yeah. So you'll have that out there, different people with different and, goals. And there is also this the the issue with new couples. If they're that new and not necessarily having the best reasons for getting into swinging in the first place, there are a lot of people who try it to save a marriage. That can be a really messy evening. And I think a lot of the more experienced people don't want to step in that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I get that because we've, right. we've seen some of those kinds of right. things go down. But that all that comes down to having a good conversation with them ahead of time and getting that vibe off of them as to whether they're comfortable and having a good time. Watch how they interact with each other. Mm-hmm. And then you can pick up on whether it's going to be a good time or a really scary time. Yes. Yes. So your rejection, you know, when you're new, it's probably going to be a lot in the beginning, potentially, you know, more right. often than, than, than later as you get, you know, yeah, into it. But you'll, you'll wonder, is it us? Is it them? Does it, it does it matter? No, just don't stop connecting. Just yeah. keep making those connections. And the long and the short of it is there, there's so many factors that go into attraction, um, things you can do to kind of game the system, if you will, or at least use the system, be confident. Confidence is sexy. And so if you go in, you got a good attitude and positive and you're, you're happy and you put off good energy and they can see that your relationship is solid and that you're having fun and it, mm-hmm. you're sexy people with each other, then that's going to be attractive. They're like, Oh, they look like fun. Mm-hmm. So, you can you can move the odds in your favor by taking up some of those techniques of confidence and communication and being a good interviewer right <laughs> tell tell me about your your last swinging experience if i if i only had that question to ask as a newbie that would have been perfect oh yeah right i know but oh, well, we kind of still do that now which is kind of fun it works. It does. All right. The last feeling is the hokey pokey. The hokey pokey. Where you've got people that are, you cannot figure them out. The left foot is in and then the right is in. The left foot's in, the left foot's out, the right foot's in, the right foot's out. Hokey right. pokey, right? So, yeah, it's confusing. Um, you get these unbalanced experiences. Um, you know, you think everyone's on the same page, but someone's in, someone's out, and, and you're trying to figure it. It's this weird. It's annoying. I hate that part. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that inconsistent. Yeah feeling from them or even inconsistent uh, experiences where every time you talk to them, it's like a different couple. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Yeah. But it happens. I don't know if I should say it's weird. It's not weird. It's just disappointing because you may have had a really great first time experience, interaction, conversation, or play, and then something changed. Right. With them, their dynamic. Nothing changed with you. You were consistent. You were complimentary. You followed up. You did all the things that you would normally do. You were polite. It, but something with their dynamic changed yeah. for whatever reason. And you'll never find out. It, And then they're like cold towards you. And you're like, well, I guess that's no longer a thing. And it's disappointing. It, it, it can be very disappointing. And, you're like, and oh. most of that is 
what you know back to what we were talking about earlier what did i do what happened what yeah 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 something that we said uh, did i do this or this uh, yeah no it's not you it's them yeah something happened and, and you just don't feel comfortable with it anymore and yeah. you have to let it go exactly so you're gonna have these unbalanced experiences changing limits changing situations sometimes people will be soft sometimes they'll be full and that sometimes changes based on um what's going on with the woman right right maybe she wants to play but she can't have penetration because she's on her period or she's got something medical going on so but she still wants to interact and they can do soft so that's why we like to be flexible because you could still have a good time yeah well how do you communicate these changes in the moment how how do you get that point across to your partner who's your wingman wing woman yeah yeah and the hokey pokey that we were doing in the beginning was you know which rule are we doing now because what would work and one party didn't work at the next party because i don't know for some reason it was different for me i was like that part doesn't work anymore i don't know i don't know why but poor ed was like wait we're doing what now or we're not doing what we did oh okay we're doing something different <laughs> yes so in the beginning just be patient with each other and everyone else as they try to kind of figure it out yeah yeah remember this is a journey of self with your partner be kind to yourself and take a break to process your emotions if you need to thoughts and feelings won't always sound rational goodness knows i've i have said many a time to ed i'm going to say something that won't make sense and i'm fully aware this will sound confusing or conflicting if you both enjoy growth and change like to be challenged mentally and emotionally then swinging adventure is for you the swinger university needs your help if you like our podcast let the world know or at least tell a fellow swinger or two not only will you be helping us you'll be helping your fellow swing lifestylers please rate and review us on apple google and amazon podcasts you can share your favorite episodes on social media we're at tiktok at swinger university twitter and instagram at swing you podcast Email us at swingeruniversity at gmail.com and visit our website at swingeruniversity.com where you can find more information as well as visit our affiliates page to get a free 30-day membership at cassidy.com. Thank you for listening to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment podcast. Hey, have you heard? SDC is more than just a dating site. They have expert contributors and educators like us and from all around the world to guide you in everything from how to talk to your partner about swinging and the different kinds of open relationships. You can also find out what you need to know before opening up your relationship, common swinger conflicts, and how to resolve them. Have you ever wanted to know what a swingers club is like? How to meet other swingers? Find a unicorn? Be a hot wife? Well, you can find all that information as well and much, much more.
Check out SDC by clicking the link in the show notes and get your free seven-day membership.